Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. How's you, King? I'm fantastic, thank you for asking. I love how you looked at your book to find out how you were. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. this is where I get excited though, isn't it? So <laughs> I've started making notes um, about the players and stuff, so yeah, I'm... This is this is my zone. I'm in my zone. I'm in my element. So yeah, I'm good. the season's over. So for a Chargers fan, that's brilliant news. That is excellent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. And you can start concentrating on the next year and the chance to do it all over again. Yeah, indeed. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So it's another week. We're still here. We We're are still waiting for the draft. Still. And we thought we'd dip our toe into it this week. Mm. We've talked about the combine, so we had a chance to get a thorough look at some college uh, players in Lycra. We did. And enjoyable, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was enjoyable. It was great, yeah, in its own unique way. Mm. But so, what we're going to do uh, for this first part, then, guys, is we're actually going to look at the top ten picks in this year's draft. So there are ten different teams, all vying for who they're going to pick up first. A lot of pressure. Yeah, it's a mock of sorts, isn't it? So yeah, I'm we're only going to do the first ten. Yeah. In, in the first round, you. yeah, suspense is going to kill the fans. Yeah. <laughs> it's, going to, it's actually going to kill me because we've picked who we think is going to go in the top ten picks. We have, yeah, but we haven't shown each other. No, and we're going to be picking alternately. Yeah, I think we should still give who you would have gone with. If okay, that's any fine. Opinions, but if you take that person off the board, I can't then use them later on. Is that what we're yeah. saying? Yeah. Oh, oh, I hope not, because I've only put ten. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be scrambling. Well, it's like we're doing the draft. Mm. <laughs> you know, you've planned all these months, thinking oh, I'm going to definitely get this guy, That's and it. then someone sneaks in, they move up the draft, they trade with someone else for that position. Yep. All kinds of hell breaks loose during the first round of the draft. Indeed, yeah. We're really looking forward to it again, and we're going to be doing loads of video stuff over the draft. We and will streaming all kind of all kind of things. Yep, sounds good. So let's do an early look then, King, because the Cleveland Browns are on the clock. Oh, am I? Am I the Browns GM? You're the Brown, yeah, Sashi Brown. Isn't okay, it? okay. So you're going to pick. I mean, this I'm, can this I'm can make or Jared break Goff. you. You're going with Jared Goff. Yeah, he's again, that good. He should go back to back first overall pick. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to go with Miles Garrett, the ov- obvious choice. That is obvious. Defensive end from Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Yeah, he, he is the best player by far. Yeah, and this. This isn't meant to be a joke, but he fills a need for the Browns. Although he could play anywhere and fill a need for the Browns. Yeah. He's but... just he's just a blue chip prospect and they have so many holes. You've just got to take the best guy there. He is that good. You just need to take him. He reminds me a lot of Julius Peppers, who actually went second overall. And if he has a career similar to that guy, then the Browns will be very, very happy. Yeah, I mean, if you look at what they've done so far during free agency, they've picked up Kevin Zeitler as a guard, Kenny Britt as a wide receiver, and JC Stretter at centre. Yep. But they've let go of Terrell Pryor, and there are some concerns over that guy's attitude. Um, Stephen Payer at defensive end, and Jordan Pryor, sorry, Poyer mm. at free safety. Yes. There's a lot of people still waiting to get their contracts signed. You think I know? I know it sounds obvious, but is there anyone else that you could think they might go for? What with the first overall? Pick? Yeah, no, no, no. Hopefully they'll nail this down and they'll just say Miles Garrett. Yeah, I think Kenny Britt's a decent addition. Um, you know, if they do were, you? If they're, I do at wide receiver. I think he's a solid player. And okay. you know, the loss of prize can be difficult, but if he was having issues internally, then then good for them getting rid of him. I don't think Hugh Jackson's going to take any any rubbish from any players. No. 
So that's good. Garrett seems, well, he's just great on and off the field, frankly. He just ticks every box. So he is by far and away the best player in this draft. Take him. You have so many holes on that team. Go best available. And mm. use your 12th pick to try and fill a, fill a need if you really want to. But I still think they've got eight picks in the first two rounds in the next two years. Over the next two years. Yes. You can afford to go best player available and hope you've built up your roster. So. Mm. Yeah, Do you agree? Do you agree with of that? Of course. They're picking 12 as well. So it's not they as if they've got to yeah. wait an awful long time before someone else comes around. That's it. And they've got, and if, actually, if they if they fall in love with one of these quarterbacks, they can trade back into the top 10 with all that ammunition they've they've sort of collated over the last couple of seasons. Oh, I don't think you're going to need to drop back into the top 10 to get a quarterback in know. this draft. I don't know. It depends if someone falls in love with a with a Mitchell. Oh, we might get or to a that. Deshaun. Yeah. Or a Deshaun. Deshaun, Deshaun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, well, that's it. We think that's nailed on. Unanimous. Miles Garrett. Yeah. Unanimous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wasn't going anywhere else. Nope. So, now I am John Lynch. You are Excellent. indeed. Excellent. There you are. <laughs> I could think of worse You're that hard-hitting white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Play safety. <laughs> yes. Now, the 49ers have been very busy so far in free agency. They have. One thing we talked about before, well, when we first started this podcast up, King, before mm-hmm. last season, is one thing you should never do is draft hungry. No. And... The 49ers, although some people might say they've been overspending on some players, like Pierre Garçon, 47 mil on a contract for five years, you know, they have been going out there and picking up players. Yeah. This is the first one that you think there is a bit of a QB hole there. They might just fall in love and get stupid. Yep. But they have picked up Brian Hoyer and Matt Barkley, no matter what you think about those two players. I think... That's going to mean that they're not going to pick a quarterback second. That's, that's a transitional move, isn't it? It that, is, so yeah. We're at the understanding that we haven't got a quarterback. We need someone serviceable. We need a, a manager, a game manager. Yeah. Which, as long as Brian Hoyer is healthy, he basically is. He is, yeah. Uh, they've picked up people like Malcolm Smith as well, which is a good move. Robbie Gould's come in at kicker. The yep. The best. man that cannot die. <laughs> yep. <laughs> No, old he is now. He's got to be in his forties. And Logan Paulson as well. That's tight end. So I was searching around. They've only got rid of three people: Tory Smith, Phil Dawson, and Antoine Bethea. So I think they're going to go safety. Interesting. And I am picking for the front runners. I'm picking Jamal Adams from LSU. Okay. Because as we said in the Combine podcast, this guy goes everywhere. I mean, he, this is the one that took half his snaps. You know. Strong safety, linebacker, free safety. He is basically a free safety, but he can play anywhere along the back. And when you're a team that's got loads of holes, you need someone that's flexible. Absolutely. And Jamal Adams is an amazing talent, and he's definitely flexible. He is that. He is. I've, I've, I actually had him going three. So oh, I know because now I can't pick him. him out I can for say you. it. Yeah. I had Jamal Adams going three. Um, I didn't think. I didn't think they were going to quarterback because of the Hoyer situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Barkley's just a, a backup. I think Hoyer's going to be the oh, starter yeah, there. Yeah. Um, Until he gets injured. And then yeah. Matt Barkley's got to step in and but lose I agree. games. Jamal Adams, he's an excellent safety. And it is a woeful roster. And frankly, the guy can cover. He's got good, uh, good, well, sort of good to great ball skills, frankly. Yeah. Um, but most of all, he can bang. He comes up. Like you said, he's played linebacker. He will add tenacity to that defense that yeah. frankly the only besides the couple of first round picks they've had recently mm-hmm. uh, well frankly not even the, the last couple just Buckner to be honest with you. you had a good season last year besides Buckner 
they only have Bowman on that defense that I think sets the tone. Well, look who they've brought in now. They brought in Malcolm Smith from Oakland. They brought in um, Dakota Watson from Denver. I you like know. the Malcolm Smith pickup because he's not only is is he a veteran player, he was a, he he is a Super Bowl yeah. MVP. Yeah, but he adds. He adds that tenacity. He adds that leadership that, you know, from playing with the Seahawks, doing immensely well there. Mm-hmm. He's then gone and been a leader for the for the Raiders as well. So I really like that pickup. And I think Adams would also add a bit of an edge. So I, I think it's a good pick for the Niners, but I had him going Thanks. three. Okay. First first disparity. Who did you have going two then? Who, well, I'm going to say because he's now going to go three. Right. Who are you picking three then for the Bears? I've got Solomon Thomas. Solomon Thomas. Solomon Thomas, defensive okay. end, Stanford. Okay, right. They went edge rusher last year. With, yeah, uh, Leonard Floyd. They are now going to solidify that defensive line, and oh, got, Stanford. You love a Stanford player. I don't do. You? I do genuinely love a Stanford player. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, he went to Stanford. He was Harvard. Oh, was it Harvard? Sorry, Andrew Luck, Stanford. Oh, that's right. Andrew no Luck. wonder that where it comes from. Richard Sherman. Yeah, Stanford. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Solomon anyway, Thomas. Okay. Anyway, Solomon Thomas. I think he is the best player available. So the Bears are going to go down that route. I think they wanted to go safety. I think it's a bit rich for Malik Hooker, frankly, at three. Mm. So they're going to go with best player available, and that is Solomon Thomas. And he's just they can plug in the outside, the the opposing side to Floyd, and immediately he upgrades their offensive line. I think he's a fantastic player. So. A fant- uh, well, just a great addition for the Bears. They'll be happy with that pick if he's uh, if he's still there at three. Okay, I think Thomas is going second. <laughs> Solomon Thomas. I think Solomon Thomas is going to the Niners, despite them. T- well, I just told you Jamal Adams is going to the Niners. I think that he's going second. Yeah, but I got to pick second. So. Despite Armstead and Buckner, <laughs> they're going to move one of them inside, and he will live in the backfield. Thomas is so disruptive. He also is a playmaker. Whenever they needed a play at the end of the game, Stanford, it seemed to be him that was creating these sacks mm. or tackles for a loss that was then winning Stanford games towards the end of the season. So I like that pick at three, despite me having him at two. Okay, that's not who I picked at three. Interesting. I've I've gone out there. If you look at if you look at what the uh, the Bears have done then yeah. so far, let's have a look. Yeah, they've picked up Mike Lennon at quarterback, mm-hmm. but Mike Lennon's been a backup basically all his life. Yeah, they got him on a three-year deal, forty-three got, million. Yeah, crazy. They got rid of Brian Hoyer, obviously. They mm-hmm. got rid of Al- Alshon Jeffrey, but they picked up Kendall Wright and Marcus Wheaton to their set at wide receiver. <laughs> 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 We also picked up Quentin Demps at safety, so I couldn't go there. And they got Marcus Cooper from Arizona, so I couldn't go there. Demps had a decent couple of years at the time. Yeah, Dion Sims, tight end, Tom Compton at tackle. You know, they've picked up quite a, good, quite a few players in different positions. So I think they're going to be stupid. And I've got them picking Deshaun Watson as number three. I think they're going to go for it. I think you can't, you can't just sell Mike Lennon. And as much as I was going to put Mitch Trubisky... I just thought, well, Chicago would riot because it's basically Jay Cutler point two, isn't it? Well, he's basically he's Blake Balls, is what he is. I think. I don't, I don't think he's that Cutler. good. I don't, I don't think, think he's Cutler. that good. Mm. Cutler was good for a couple of years. Was Blake he? Balls is just super inconsistent. Yeah. Well, I went for Deshaun Watson, uh, the Clemson product. He's got the record. As you said, you liked him as a, a quarterback, Ice Man. And I think that someone's going to be stupid, and if it's going to be someone, it's probably going to be the Bears. 
Interesting. Because John Fox is a dead man walking, really, as a, a coach. So okay. he's going to have to swing for a fence. Yep. You know, if it works, great. If it doesn't, well, he's not lost anything because he's going to get sacked anyway. Yeah, there we go. So there we go. That's who I've got going three to the Bears. I don't agree. I don't agree with it. Let's uh, let's have that right. What happens if he's great? Then well, if he's no, great, no one's then arguing. I like a genius. No one's <laughs> arguing with that. No, fair enough. It's like me with my Joey Bosa last year. He's, he's in no way my favorite quarterback, but I'm just thinking about what they might do. Wow. And a bold uh, statement to make. What? I like his intangibles. Frankly, I know you do. He's got ice water in his veins. <laughs> comes back, wins. It's just like another snap for him, so I think that's why he won't get phased. He won't start seeing deer, you know, won't be like a deer in the headlights like Jared Goff was last year. Mm. He's just going to come in and play at a consistent level. So, I think that I think it's a reach at three, but I think the Bears will be reasonably it's happy. A reach, it. but someone's going to do it. Yeah, they are for sure. Might as well be Chicago. There you go. So, have you got a four then? <laughs> well, you're picking four, aren't you? No, I just picked three. Oh yeah, correct. I picked okay. Solomon Thomas. All right. Well, I'm the Jags. GM. You are Jags. Okay. You are Tom Coughlin. Ooh. Director of football. Oh, my hip. Oh, damn it. <laughs> You're Tommy Coughlin. Okay, okay. Tommy Coughlin, Tommy Coughlin. What would Tommy Coughlin do? I know you say Tommy Coughlin loves his defence. And you're absolutely right. That's why I've not gone there. I've not gone there either. Because what the Jags love doing is splashing out in free agency. Look what they've done so far. AJ Boye, 67.5 mil. Claire's Campbell, 60 mil. Barry Church, 26 mil. Do you argue with any of those three players? Maybe Barry Church, but yeah, Barry probably, Church but is probably not. Yeah, for me, Barry Church is the only one. Yeah. Um, and Stefan Charles from Detroit as well. They've brought in um, Aldi Cole from, uh, from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lorente McRae as well from Buffalo. So they've been stacking up on the defense. They have. And they've already got, a, they had an all right defense last year anyway. Yeah. Just didn't all come together. They needed more time together. And Josh McNary from the Colts. There you How go. could I forget him? Um, and they're already with... set at cornerback, so I've gone with a position of need. Interesting. I think you've gone with the same player. I've gone with the hometown boy, Dalvin Cook from Florida State, oh. a running back. We've both gone running back. I've gone Leonard Fournette, though. Well, I went for the Florida boy, because I think that, as, although I prefer Leonard Fournette, I think he's the more pro-ready. Okay. I think the fact, a bit like the Jared Goff thing last year, the fact that he's a Florida boy, mm-hmm. they've had more exposure to him, um, and he is a more natural running back. Yeah, and they went Florida State first round last year. Yeah. And that so, seemed to pan out for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, with Jalen Ramsey. So there might have been a good word there from Ramsey as well, you don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. A few off the field concerns with Dalvin Cook, but I think yes, I'm happy the, with Yes, uh, the animal abuse aside. Yeah, other than that. Again, I would have picked Leonard Fournette if I was, the, if I was Tom Coughlin. But I think that the hometown advantage will, will see Dalvin Cook potentially. They need a running back. They need someone else to take some pressure off Blake Bortles. Yep. Because they, if, they, if you're asking them to throw it, you'll throw some interceptions. Yep. They don't need any more wide receivers because Hearns and Robinson are great. Maybe a tight end because they've lost Julius Thomas. Yeah. I think, again, four's a bit rich for the likes of Howard, personally, in my opinion. But... Yeah, I would have gone. I would have gone with four. Now I agree with the running back. I think it mm. is an area of need. I don't think they're sold on TJ Yeldon. Um, no, Chris, Chris Ivory's not been great since joining. No, um, well, he's I, missing most of the time, isn't he? I actually thought that Tom Coughlin did go defense, but there's another trend with him, which is he liked big-bodied running backs, which I think is yeah. why he will go Fournette if he does do it. Um, and the difference between Fournette and Brandon Jacobs is Fournette looks like Tarzan. <laughs> 
but runs like, like Tarzan. Tarzan. <laughs> so not I th- like Jane. Okay, yeah, right, good. Yeah. So I thought he'd go. I thought, well, unless he goes with McCaffrey and then he looks like Jane what, runs like Tarzan. You've seen what I've done there. You've seen what I've done. No, there. I think we have both had the same thought process. So that's yeah. intriguing that you've gone with uh, with Cook. But I like the hometown thing. Yeah, I think that's the reason why. Well, the only reason yeah. I picked Cook over for that. Except he's had character concerns while based in Florida. Yeah. Would that put you off? It definitely put me off. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not hitting for for Dalvin Cook in any way. No. He's Fair not enough. my boy. I'm Fair just enough. saying that's why I think it's going to go there. No. Good for you. Right. So then you are the Titans manager. Yep. Well, GM. Yep. And just to clarify, Fournette is still. Available. He's on the board, yeah. He's on the board. Yeah. I'm, what, you can't pick him up for the Titans? Of course I'm not going to, no. <laughs> I'm going with uh, Marsh- Marshawn Lattimore. Cornerback, oh. Ohio State. Oh. oh, no. He's going there. He's big, he's strong, he's fast, he's got excellent ball skills. He is the top cornerback, in my opinion, in this, this year's class, and I think that the Titans share my opinion. So I'm going with him at fifth. <sighs> You also, know, one thing I like as well is I do look at the coaching. I do think it makes a difference in college. And he's had excellent coaching under Urban Meyer. You look at the Ohio State players that came up last year and excelled in the league. Uh, he's a plug-and-play starter at cornerback. He ran two sub four four forties at the Combine. He is an athlete as 4. well. 4.36 he ran that, yeah. Yeah, so that's who I'm going with fifth overall. Area of need for them as well. And I still think fifth is good value for, for what is a... Defensive back rich draft. I don't think fifth's too too strong for uh, for the top corner, in my opinion, in this class. Well, I'm very annoyed because as the Jets GM, you've just stolen my pick. Yes, absolutely. Because as the Jets GM, I'm desperate for Marshawn Lattimore. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's get, the pick is in, mate. He's the gone. pick is in. He's gone. Before we, before we leave the Titans, because I haven't told you I was going to pick up, you yep. do know that they have just taken Logan Ryan from the Patriots. Don't care. No. Do not care. You Don't cannot care. have enough... The The way the league is now, people chucking the ball about, you need as many quality corners as you can get. Mm. And Logan Ryan's a great number two, but Lattimore would be a plug-and-play starter. He will cover the best guys in yeah. the league. Okay. He's gone. Jets, you can't have him. Chin up. Are you interested who I would have had? Yeah, I am. I am interested, yeah. <laughs> well, when you look at a young quarterback like Marcus Mariota. Yes. What do I say is a, a young quarterback's best friend? A uh, dog? A huge tight end. A huge tight end, of course. OJ Howard is going for me. Number They've four. got Delaney yeah. Walker. Nah, Delaney Walker's getting old. He's 34. Don't care. Great player still. Well, you can have two then for the price of one because <laughs> OJ Howard <laughs> is the future of whatever franchise he walks into. Um... Interesting. If, if you want something, you know what's what's been the big, the big problem with the Titans over the last couple of years? They can't really get deep. They've got a few players there. Yes, but Kendall Wright was meant to be that guy and was never supposed to out. exactly. So I think that if you had someone there like a Gronk type, which is basically what OJ Howard is, yeah, and he's rapid for a tight end as well, brilliant blocker as well. So it gives you that that um, safety on the line. Yeah, that's yeah. what you want. You yeah, want no, this person I, to I keep moving, and, and that's why I was picking pick. him for the Titans because that is a massive position of need would solve a lot of problems for them. Do you think they'd go second round? One of the other tight ends? Yeah, probably. I think that's one of the things they've got to address. Yeah, I think so. As, as much as I like Delaney Walker, he's getting on. He is, no, And I if agree. a 34-year-old can have that kind of production in the FC South, yeah, what right. is OJ Howard going to do? Well, run riot, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I like the I like the 
thought process, but um, sadly, they've gone with Marshall Lapp. They did, didn't they? So, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know. Well, you're, I'm scrambling. You're I'm, on the clock, mate. How many minutes have I got to shoot? Well, you got, you got about two. Two minutes. Well, do you watch, should we have a break? Because it's a TV ad break, is that right? Because then we've got the remaining We're halfway picks. through, aren't we? Yeah, remaining half five picks. Well, I can have a break. I need, I need a break. I, I think you do. You need to reassess your board. <laughs> Move some players around. wrong. All right, back in a minute, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. We're here doing our very first mock draft and we're drafting the first 10 picks. We are indeed, yep. Whew. We've done the top five. Yep. Jim's had a flat because the Jets have lost Marshall <laughs> Lattimore. This isn't fair. All right. <laughs> He's stealing my player. Yep. Uh, so, okay. So we're back. Pick six. Yep. Jets from Is the, the Jets. Jets from you're the on clock. the clock and the clock's running out. It's your pick. All right, so you if you're if you're going to take what I really wanted, which was a cornerback, yep. then I'm going to have to fall back on the fact that I just picked up Morris Claiborne, I guess, from Dallas. Mm-hmm. Five mil, not a bad pickup, really. No, he had a decent Claiborne. year. Yeah. It's only a one-year deal as well, so if it doesn't work out, I can boot him. Uh, I'm going to look at what else I've done. I've just picked up Kelvin Beecham, ex-dealer okay. and Jag. Yeah. Also, I just re-signed Ijelana, another left tackle. Okay. So I'm making sure that line's okay, really. I'm going to pick Leonard Fournette. Okay. I'm picking Leonard Fournette. Okay. Why not? When I've got Matt Forte, who's about to you know hit the retirement home. Yeah, yeah. I've lost Brandon Marshall. Yeah. I need to look at another team that's done well. Dallas Cowboys. Yes. Stick in a good line and have a power running back. I like um, it. Take the pressure off my... You know, whatever quarterback I'm going to have there. Well, they took a Christian Hackenberg in the second round last year. They're they going to have did. to play him at some point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not to get petty about it. Ooh, so, Bryce. It's a Jets joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm picking Leonard Fournette. I think that's just a, a sensible choice, really. He's not gone off the board yet. We've we've lost Alvin Cook. So, mm-hmm. why not pick up an AP that's 10 years younger? Yeah. I had two picks for the Jets and neither of them were that guy <laughs> okay who did you go for well, then Fournette was already off on mine yeah but I had Jonathan Allen because I think they have proven when they took Leonard Williams a couple of years ago from USC Burma. they are going to take the best player available yeah also means they could potentially move either Wilkinson or Richardson try and come back I don't think they'll get a first round pick now because of the off field stuff but maybe a second mm-hmm. and come back and try and get one of these you know this defensive back rich class maybe try and get a corner in the second round or even someone like a, um, Avan Kamara to solidify that get that young rusher that you're talking about in the second round as well so yeah that was my thought process not bad not bad the alternative for that though was go and get Mike Williams yeah to replace the departed Brandon Marshall. <laughs> big body receiver for a big body receiver. Yeah. But then someone's got to throw at him. And if you don't trust yeah. what's thrown at him, then... No, no. But you've got to get some weapons. For you a have. Re- for a young quarterback. But yeah, I agree. I think the best thing to do would be Fournette if he's still on the board, which in this mock... He was. He was. So good, good pick, Jim. Thanks. So now you are... Oh, look at this. It's convenient. It's all falling into place for you, hasn't it? Convenient, right. The Los Angeles Chargers. No, they're the California Chargers, I've decided to call them. Well, it says Los Angeles on the crappy logo. Generic California city. (laughs) They're in at seven. 
They what are. are you doing for him, King? So I could go Jonathan Allen. You could. He's still available. You could. But... I think he's the best player available, frankly, at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. No. I'm going Malik Hooker. Safety. Ooh. Ohio State. He's going to the Chargers. I don't, frankly, I don't think he's that far behind Jamal Adams. Um, and I actually think he's got better hands, better ball skills. Um, he dresses an area of need. Um, you know, they lost Eric Weddle to, to the Ravens in free agency a couple of years ago. You did. And um, I think they're going to go back-to-back Ohio State first-rounders. Because the last one panned out pretty well for them. <laughs> think so, a little bit of a... Uh... Well, lobbying will be going on there well, by potentially Joseph. if it's anything like you said with Jalen Ramsey and, and yeah, Dalvin yeah. Cook we could yeah. see a similar situation with the uh, with the Chargers mm-hmm. so yeah I think they're going to go Malik Hooker they need a safety they need a leader in the back end that they've lost since since Weddle's departure and they are going to address it with Malik Hooker well, that's a great pick um, I mean the Chargers have been really lazy in terms of signings over free agency they've only picked up Russell Lacung at left tackle which is a good pick up frankly they yeah. have lost. But you lost Danny Woodhead. You lost DJ Fluker. Yeah. Lost Jeremy Butler, wide receiver. We did. Lost Manti Teo. Yeah. Well, no, he's still unsigned. He signed about an hour ago. Oh, did he? Who did he sign with? Um, Someone else. <laughs> I, I can't remember who it was. I just know he left. All right. So he's gone. Which is why my alternate pick, potentially because of that, we've only just heard this, is maybe Reuben Foster. <laughs> Address the inside linebacker. Get the best player at at that position uh, and frankly probably one of the top five or six players with, if you didn't have any character concerns which, mm. which you may you do. do after the combine so yeah I, but I'm sticking so with Malik Cooker. Cooker yep okay happy with that pick well yeah who would you have gone with for the charges well I'm looking at what you need okay and as far as I'm concerned you need to use Phil Rivers properly okay and so as you've got a great receiver that's always bust yeah. I'm picking Mike Williams. Interesting. I'm giving him the deep threat that, that Phil Rivers needs to give yourself a chance at winning some of those games that you were scraping a loss for. Yeah, I think we had a couple of standout... Terrell Williams looks like a, a top receiver, frankly, in the league. So I think he looked great last year, really sort of emerged. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inman looked okay. You need to immerse him a bit more within the, uh, within the offense. But yeah, if we can... If we can get Keenan Allen back, we've already got that dynamic receiver group it's just whether you can trust them to be healthy exactly you just can't nope not at the moment you can't but I think safety's more of an area of I think Rivers has the ability still to make average receivers look pretty good uh, whereas our defense is but if you had a really good receiver they're all the time in Mike Williams very come true. on very true no I, I love the pick but I just think that our def- <laughs> we need to address the defense first well that's fine but you've only got so many more years of Phil Rivers left this is true that's why you I know. considered Deshaun Watson at that pick. What do you reckon? Two years or three kids? What are we thinking? <laughs> Which one comes first? Very good. Very good. Okay. Who have you got? Oh, at eight? <laughs> shut Who that one down. Well, Panthers taking. I am the Carolina taken, Panthers. You've just taken four out of the board. Who I think they were waiting for. Nah. They were. Well, that's not how I picked. Interesting. It's not. Uh, I've right. got someone loaded here, ready to go. Okay. And. What what I really think Carolina are missing is Luke Keekley. Okay. And I don't think he's coming back. Okay. So I'm getting a replacement for okay. Luke Keekley. Harson Reddick, nice. linebacker. 
from Temple. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's my boy. 6-2, ran a 4-5-2-40. You know, he's just brilliant. He's just... Have you heard the comparisons with him? No, what was it now? Lawrence Timmons is what I keep hearing. Ooh! Played outside linebacker <laughs> in college. Will be yeah. picked inside in the pros. That is what I'm hearing about yeah. Hassan Reddick. So I don't mind that pick. He can cover everything. I don't mind that pick at all. And he can rush from the inside because he's played outside exactly. I think that's what they're missing is someone to take over because you can't underestimate how much of a hole Luke Keekley leaves in that, that defense. Yep. So they need someone to, to start filling in that void. It's interesting that you've bypassed Foster. I know you you didn't like what happened at the Combine, but I think Foster, from an inside linebacker perspective, is by far and away the best guy in this class. You're still projecting what Hassan Reddick's going to be. Um, only, not... only slightly. I mean, he did 65 tackles, 9 half, nine half sacks last year. Yeah, outside linebacker. I'm proje- yeah. You're projecting a, a position move for him. I know it's only to his both. left a little bit. But... Yeah, it's only a slight amount into the left, yeah. Other than that, no, fair enough. No, I don't mind it. I I like the fact that you've gone with, uh, you know, you you stuck to your guns. You you didn't like Foster's character, so you've you've moved him down your big board. So good for you. I just don't think the Panthers are going to take the risk with him. No, no, they I, moved on um, Norman, didn't they? They did, and that's why I've not taken a running back. Uh, okay, I've not because Cook was still available when I was. He was, one. yeah. Uh, I've done a similar thing to you. I think that they always go front seven mm-hmm. or they love stacking up that front seven that is where yeah. their focus is they're willing to plug and play corners that are third fourth fifth sixth round picks uh, and that's why I, they're going to go with Derek Barnett for me defensive end from Tennessee yep you know we said it's a focus there's a gap left there by Coney Ely who's gone on to the Patriots who had a great Super Bowl for him and I think that in my opinion, Derek Barnett is the best pure pass rusher in this year's draft. So you plug him in and you tell him to go get the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, they haven't really picked up anything on the on the front seven, apart from Julius Peppers. But he's yeah. there more as a kind of... Yeah, he's, he's, he's just there for leadership, frankly. Yeah. And I think if you get a defensive end who's got the natural pass rushing ability that Barnett's got and have someone like Peppers mentor him, with the loss of Ely, which is a big loss for them, mm. I think that that would be a solid pick. So it, it addresses an area of need. He is talented enough for it to be a top ten pick, and you've got this sort of Morpheus mentor character in Julius Peppers, yeah, <laughs> to uh, to help him. But I agree. I think we've both gone down the front seven route, which I think is always a focus for the Panthers. Yeah, and both are really good players. Absolutely. Okay, so you are now at the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, this can be quick. Reuben Foster. Yeah, I picked him too. <laughs> yeah, Ruben Foster, linebacker, Alabama, Bama. Off the field concerns, through the roof. Be an issue for the Bengals. It's the only place you can go. I mean, the Raiders aren't that team anymore. Mm. It's really the only team you can go with an Asbo. It's true. His to be fair, it's only, his off the field concerns are only what happened at the combine. He can't help what happened with his family. That stuff, <laughs> he can't help that. All right, he can't help that. Yeah, okay. But the the thing of the the combine was stupid. I've mentioned on previous podcasts, you have two years or three years at college while you're playing, just sit in your room in the evenings and don't do anything. For yeah, three years, and if you're a really good player, you will earn your money. You can be an <laughs> ass once you've got millions. Yeah, just don't <laughs> don't be an idiot while you're in college, and it always annoys me. This is kind of worse than that. You've got one weekend 
Yeah, you're, just... you're injured. You're not even participating in anything except the uh, medical stuff. And you manage to get kicked out. Mm. Character concern. Bengals don't care. Bengals do not care about that. No. He has the toughness that they like, which I think is important. And he also has the speed that they lack. Raymar Luger and Vontes Burfecht are not fast inside linebackers. Ruben Foster is. Well, Burfecht has been injuries, hasn't it? And absolutely. Concussions. Yeah, a... absolutely. So I think that, you know, he, he adds that, like I said, adds the toughness, but now gives him a bit more bit more of a sort of sideline to sideline threat who can come up there and uh, and blast people so I think he fits the uh, fits the bill yeah I, I picked him as well for the the Bengals <laughs> it's a team that will put up with the shenanigans the shenanigans <laughs> <laughs> yes I don't know sorry it's when, it when you grinned when I said come up there and blast people that has now thrown me sorry <laughs> about that if that offended anyone <laughs> But he will do it. Reuben Foster. Of course, will do he's it. gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna give him one job, and that's to try and injure as many Steelers as possible. Yeah. Which is why I hate the Bengals. One can hope. <laughs> just awful. Just awful team. Yeah. Well, you both went there. That's good. Uh, okay. You're right. Up. So I'm. Oh, I'm last. Final pick. You're, Tenth you are pick. Up. Tenth pick. So okay. The Bills have been one of the most uh, busy bees during free agency so far. They've picked up so many players. Yep. All over the place. People like Mike Talbot, Stephen Hauschka, Andre Holmes, Micah Hyde. They re-signed Lorenzo Alexander, which is a good move for them. Yep. So, I think they're going into this not hungry. Good. They got rid of EJ Manuel, which is a great move. Yep. Um, uh, hopefully they'll put a bit more faith behind Tyrod so I went with the best player available in the draft interesting <laughs> Jonathan Allen you got jo- oh from Bama 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 yep no good yep well good why play. the hell not I mean 69 tackles and 10 and a half sacks last year and can you and what do you need to do in the AFC East pressure Tom Brady yeah it's premature so it's I'm going to pick up the best person at pressure in inter- interior alignment. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys you could play him as a genuine defensive end, or you could kick him inside. He's a big bodied guy. Yeah, um, love that pick. Frankly, I was just looking at my board. Went, oh my god, Jonathan Allen's still on, <laughs> and I've not put him down as who I would have taken. Oh, but I might have. I think if I was in the war room now, I'd if have you were there, him. you oh hang on, he's still there. <laughs> I think I'd have probably taken him, but I've not, I wouldn't have gone with him. They so need someone to well, be pressuring Tom Brady. If he's there still, I think they're going to take him. But I haven't gone with him. I went with Mike Williams. Mike okay, so he's, he's finally gone there. Why well, he's not. He's not. He's still on the board. Jonathan Allen's gone in our mock draft. Yeah, okay. But if you were there... Yeah, I think why not pair two Clemson wideouts? Except Mike Williams came back from a broken back within about three weeks. So at least this one, you know, can come back from injuries quite quickly. Whereas Watkins is a bit of a liability there. The concern I've got there, King, mm-hmm. is that I had Mike Williams going to a place with a franchise quarterback. Yes. You've got Mike Williams going to Buffalo yep. with Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? It's not easy. It's not easy, but they lost, they lost Robert Woods. They lost a yeah. couple of people in free agency. Yeah, uh, Woods has gone to the Rams. Yeah, to replace Kenny Brett. Wow, Rams, <laughs> Rams, yikes, yikes. And Marky's Goodwin. He's gone to San Fran. 
Absolutely. So they've lost they've lost two receivers there. Justin Hunter's gone to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. See what I mean? <laughs> You're asking why they're drafting a wide receiver within the top ten. They picked up Andre Holmes. They picked up from um, the Raiders. Uh, from, yeah, from the Raiders. They picked up Corey Brown from the Panthers. They picked up Jeremy Butler from the Chargers. I don't care about any of those players. They're all average. Well, yeah. Mike Williams is a top ten receiver, and that four five five that he did at his pro day has elevated him into the top ten picks. Yeah, I had him going at seven. Well, exactly. I've elevated him into the top ten. <laughs> well, he's available, so I'm absolutely yeah. If he was available, then I'm. They have lost wide receivers. There is that's not a reach for him. If you think he's a seventh overall pick, I've taken him at ten, and they've lost. I didn't say it was a reach. Was, that's not the right position. That's not the right place for him. I don't no. think. No, I think he'll be wasted. But I think. Yeah. I, I'm not going to argue with the Bills if they if he's there and they take him. Although Jonathan Allen was there. He was there and I he took was, him. <laughs> Luckily gone. for the Bills, I was there on hand. I was waiting for him to come in. Write it down. There, there he go. is. There you go. So there Excellent. we go, guys. There's our top ten. Yeah. I'm going to have to write um, down who we've taken now. Yeah, I'm going to be completely week. confused. We picked 20 players. <laughs> <For> next week. <laughs> for next week. There yeah, because we next week we're going to do 11 to what? 20. 11 to 20. Yeah. That's only nine. 11 to 21 or is it no 11 to 20 is <laughs> 11 to 20 is 10 yeah oh my god why are you confusing me 11 to 20 yeah 11 to 20 that. yeah and next then we're week. gonna do yeah and then the remaining 12 who cares but no one really cares I mean, apart from apart from my Steelers who cares <laughs> I've got to wait until 30 yeah you have and I'm gonna make sure I've got the 30th pick Oh, I'm going to take oh, Jared yeah, Goff. Yeah, we have to time this out. So I'm going to take have to... Jared Goff. <laughs> Willie Gay. Willie, as as we... <laughs> Willie Gay with a t- 30th pick. Yeah, that'd be fine by me. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so let's take a break then. Yeah, Kim, Because yeah. we've still got some more stuff to talk about. But yeah, good fun. that was the top, top 10 picks done. Welcome back, guys, to the final part of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. And we've just done our top 10 picks for Mock Draft. Yep. Hope everyone's written it down, because we've got no idea who we just picked. Yeah, no, we don't. <laughs> I think we just do one each next time, rather than yeah. say, that got confused. Yeah, next week it'll be 11 and 12. Don't care. It was great. We mentioned a lot of people that could go in the top 10. So now, mm-hmm. everyone knows. Yeah. Who may or may not go. So for the last section, they players that have been drafted in the past, but now are struggling to find a team to call home. Uh-huh. So I've picked out some players here I just wanted to mention. Some yep. of the best people still available. Almost polarising. Not all oh. of the best, I imagine. I said still available, not the like, no. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't the best players at the position. Um, <laughs> let's start, well, let's start with Jay Cutler then. 33-year-old now. Yep. Played a lot of time in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But they've had enough. They have. Finally had enough of the sulks on the sideline. Yeah, and they got rid of Matt Bartley. Yeah, so they've cleaned house, really. They've picked in Mike Lennon, but what do you reckon about Jay Cutler? Where's he going to go? Or what's the future for Jay Cutler? I don't know. Just nigh hop somewhere? Or... Do you know what? I don't know for him. Jets? Jets is the, the, the one that's sort of screaming out. It's um... the only team that still desperately needs a... A quarterback, but I don't know if they can say that they t- they took Bryce Petty in the th- I think third or fourth round, <laughs> and then they took Hackenberg last year with a second round pick. You- Did you not listen to Nikki C's podcast with me a couple of weeks ago? Yes, <laughs> yes, but you need to start. Jets fans people. are painfully aware of what they've got at quarterback. I know, they've I just know that. managed to get rid of Juno Smith 
He's staying in the same stadium, but somehow the Giants agreed to take him on. Oh, that's outrageous, isn't it? Oh. But it's um, I you know I know I know I, d- I did listen to podcasts. It's just a case of you're gonna have to at some point you're gonna have to play these guys. You've invested picks and you need to at least give them a shot. And Hackenberg didn't see the field last year, so it's, yeah, I don't know. I I I think maybe you want that transitional period. And frankly, they've they've had experience over the last sort of five or six years with quarterbacks who throw too many interceptions. So maybe they're after another one. But I just cut as a difficult one because he at, at times can look amazing, but more often than not, will throw a bonehead interception that costs you the game. So he's a really tough one to decipher, frankly, and, think, and work out where he's going to go. I think the, the worst thing for Jay Cutler is Antonio Romo mm. because although he's, he's not he's not he's officially no. he is unofficially on the block, and someone like Houston would always pick Romo over Cutler. Well, they're gonna yeah, Houston. I think Houston's going to be the landing spot. Frankly, for Roma, should be. And you should stay in state. They'll still need to pick up someone else because you can't rely on Tony Roma being healthy for an entire season. True, true. Or an entire drive. Absolutely. And so, there's a couple of teams that are after him. I think the Chiefs and the Broncos and the Texans have all said about yeah. Roma that they're not. They've basically agreed they're not going to trade for him because they know they're going to have to cut him. Mm. Um. So this thing's just going to be a free-for-all, frankly, between those three teams. Yeah. So, I don't know I don't know what to do with Cutler. I'm sorry, I'd love to be more insightful. <laughs> I don't know. I think the Jets is the only one that, that could potentially make sense. Um, and if they've taken Lennon Fournette, at least that'll take some of the pressure off of... Uh, well, exactly. That'll take some of the pressure off of Jay Cutler. Well, they got... Well, they had Brandon well, Marshall, didn't Forte, they? So they had Matt Forte, yeah. He's through him. Just give him the ball. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about another quarterback then. Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Only 29 and was in the Super Bowl four years ago. Yeah. And frankly, was leading the Super Bowl until the lights all went out. Yeah. Yeah. And Playing then Ray, amazing. Ray Lewis did an epic speech of some sort, I imagine. And as unpopular as it is, he actually played not too badly this season because he had no one to throw to apart from Jeremy Curley. Yeah. No, he didn't have Everyone a bad year. seems to forget that. but he, he didn't have a bad year. No. Neither did his backup or guy ahead of him or well, the other one Blaine Gabbert is the other one we got, we're going to talk about as well he's only 27 but yeah, they're both at the end of their contract at San Fran and doesn't like getting picked up again because San no. Fran seems to have moved on both of them need to find homes I would have thought Kaepernick would be naturally talented over Blaine Gabbert there are certainly quarterbacks that have been taken so far as backups that aren't as good as Colin Kaepernick yeah, I think I'm going to pigeonhole them both into two, actually, and just talk about both. I okay. think both of them are good enough to be backup quarterbacks and potentially push starters or at least give you a solid backup. Blaine Gabbert was taken 10th overall, the yeah, pick before J.J. Watt. He's a, yeah, he's but that a just shows Jacksonville not picking right. Absolutely, absolutely. But Blaine Gabbert's a talented player. He's just a lesser Alex Smith. He's a real American, but he's not as he good is, as Colin Kaepernick. He is a okay. real American. So, and um, I, I've got someone backing me up on this, and that's Jim Harbaugh. This is true. This so we've got a quote from him today. Please do the voice. <laughs> Don't know. I haven't heard Jim Hubble for ages. Don't you just shout everything. Yep, just do that. I tell you the same thing I tell them. I think he's an outstanding player and I think he's a great competitor who's proven it in games and has the ability to be not only an NFL starter but a great NFL player. Excellent. It's Period. Like it's like he's in the room. It's like he's in the room. Far away and yeah. in the room, yeah. I'm not shaking your hand after you leave because you will slap my hand and give me a really vigorous handshake. <laughs> yes, yes. So, 
Um, yeah, no, I, I think both of them need to get picked up, frankly. Kaepernick especially. People um, need to get over that whole kneeling They're 27 suit. and 29. Come on. And they're yeah. peaks of their career. So I tried to say that without laughing. <laughs> they're both mm. good enough to make a roster somewhere. That is my opinion. Jay Cutler, not sure. Yeah. Uh, let's move on from quarterbacks then, because there are some pretty big names out there in the running back positions. Obviously, we talked about Adrian Peterson yet, uh, last week, so yep. we'll skip over him for now. Uh, Jamal Charles. Yeah. 30 years old. That's usually the uh, the witching hour for a running back. Yep. I mean, this is one He's of the, most the best running back talented. I have ever seen for four games a season. Yeah. Yes. And He's I amazing mean, at that. I mean that wholeheartedly. He is <laughs> the best running back for four games a season I've ever seen in my life. I remember him before he got injured all the time. I know. He's amazing. Yeah. He's like the Bo Jackson of like this era, where it's yeah. like he showed so much promise, but was just, you know, you didn't see enough of him. Okay. That's what I think. He's a great player. He's he a great runs player. like Eric Dickerson. Oh. Like, the legs. Like he runs gazelle. like he's on ice skates. He just looks like he flows yeah. through the pitch. It's ridiculous. An amazing, amazing running back. But he is now Son's team. Mm. That's French. Yes. Half. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where he's going to land, but he's going to make someone very happy for four games. That's all I know. And then very miserable for Yeah. <laughs> for well, he's not going to get paid, so actually, frankly, I think they'll take four games for what he's going to get offered. Yeah, someone should really take him on for those four games. Yeah, I like Chargers to take him on. Keep him in division. Ooh, nice and warm as well. Mm. He'll like that. California Chargers. Yeah. Not quite as warm as San Diego, but it's definitely like... California. <laughs> You tell yourself that. I think uh, there's, there's teams that will take him. There's teams that would take him. Oh, he'd be a great backup. Can you imagine him as a backup for Le'Veon Bell? Ooh. That's disgusting, right? <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, a team's well, gonna, okay. someone's got to grab him for a crap contract worth absolutely nothing. And he will run his little heart out for four games. So, good for him. Run his little hamstrings off. Run his little <laughs> hamstring off his leg again. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, a nailed on Hall of Famer. Chris Johnson. Oh, he's not. He's not a nailed <laughs> Hall of Famer. <laughs> Just to roll you up. Look he's at you. Never been. <laughs> CJ not quite two K now. Not anywhere near two K anymore. Anywhere near two K. Half K. CJ half K. Yeah. Okay. So what's happening with CJ half K? Because Arizona have had him as their backup. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't re-signed him. He's a solid backup. I think again, he'll he's another guy who would find a landing spot. He's still got a bit yeah. about him. He's got enough in the tank. When he was asked to play ahead of... Until they realised they had the best running back in the league. Yeah. Which took him half a season. What? Crazy. What? Yeah. But when he was actually... You know, when um, Ellington went down and they, they bought in Johnson, he had a really good year. He had a solid year until he then got benched for Johnson, which I don't think anyone would... Uh, I don't think that's... No one's going to argue so, with that one. I don't think that says anything about Johnson's performances. It just shows how good that... that oh, Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. So you can have to say which Johnson you're talking about. All right, it just shows. I don't think it says anything about Chris Johnson's play. I think it just shows well that they finally came to their senses and realised that they were they had a diamond in the rough. In David the Johnson. All or Nothing documentary was really good with Chris Johnson because it showed that after the shootings, that uh, actually when he turned up, it wasn't big fanfare or anything. He was just in a room, signed the contract, just wanted to play, was happy to be. He knew what he was. He was happy to be the kind of backup to then Andre Ellington. Yep. And just seemed to be a really good person in the locker room. Didn't yeah, cause yeah. any problems. And I'd be surprised, like you said, 
If he doesn't find somewhere, there's he, a home. he is 31. There's a home for him though. He's still pacey. Yeah, he's not slowest, is he? No. No, still pacey. Uh, yeah, there's a home for that guy. Even if it's halfway through the year, he'll find he'll find a landing spot. Yeah, let's see someone who's not quite so pacey. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt, who, again, is not... Well, he's not got a contract with the Patriots. No. But can only play for one team. We all know he will, because he does this every year. He signs really late, so he can he can miss OTAs or whatever he does. Mm-hmm. And then he turns up and just plays for the Patriots again. They plug him in. And also, I made this point to you, actually, when we were deciding who we were going to talk about. He can. It's like he can only play for Bill Belichick. I think people, other teams, have put off Legarrette Blunt now because of the what happened when he went to the Steelers. Yep. Lasted a few games. Stopped turning up to practice. Is that right? He just engineered the move back, basically. Yeah. yeah. Just went. No, I'm not happy. And that's not the first time he does had issues. He got kicked off of Oregon's team because he punched an opposing player after a game. It's like the only, and that was playing for Chip Kelly. It's like the only <laughs> co- coach he can play for is Bill Belichick. <laughs> Yeah. So he'll end up back there. He'll just want to skip OTAs. And they'll give him another duff, three million over two years minimum. And he'll be happy. He'll still be a rich guy. Yeah, he's only 30. So, I mean, although that's kind of old for a running back. He's not got a lot of tread on him, though. No. They don't rush him that often. Well, they've got other running backs, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't, yeah. He He doesn't doesn't rush off. He's not have to be in every down back by any means. No. Absolutely. Let's move on then to wide receivers. There's only two, really, that I can think of to talk about. Go on then. First, the old man, Vincent Jackson. You'll know him very well from his days at the Chargers. Yeah, he was great. And the last team was Tampa Bay. Some injuries over the last couple of years have really stunted his production. Yeah, he had a good first sort of two, three years and then started playing second, second fiddle to Mike Evans. Yeah. Again, doesn't say anything about Jackson's play. Mike Evans is one of the top receivers in the league now. But um, with Deshaun Jackson coming in, there was no room for him anymore. No, they kind of Jackson and Jackson. That'd be ridiculous. Whew. But uh, I think he's going to struggle, personally. To find another team. Mm, there's a few receivers in this draft, I think, that are coming through in the first sort of two, three rounds that are value picks that you get on lesser contracts than you would a veteran of, of sort of his... If he'd had at least stats. half a season worth of games, yeah. you could have had an argument, couldn't you, to go somewhere else. But Yeah, I think he, he might find a home halfway through the year again, but I think... He's uh, he's going to struggle to uh, to make a final roster this season. Yeah, it'll be a, a possession receiver if anything. You know, yeah, and there's max. others. There's others, frankly, that are available that we may or may not talk about. I don't know. You're going to well, me. the only one I talk about is Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz. Well, the other one I was going to mention is Anquan Bolden. Oh, I okay. Think if you're going to go down a possession receiver route, go with a guy <laughs> who's always been a possession receiver. Yeah. Rather than Vincent Jackson, so yeah, I I would. He's not lost any pace. No. He's never had any pace. He's never had any pace. Yeah. <laughs> Still walks around. <laughs> yeah. Catches a few balls. Yeah. Yeah. So Walks yeah, I, to the line. Doesn't <laughs> no hurry up plays for no, Anquan, please. But when there's players like Anquan Bolden available, I think Jackson's he's you know he's not top of many people's priority list at the moment. No, because of the durability, I suppose. Absolutely. Victor, okay. Speaking of durability, Victor, Ooh, Victor Cruz. Cruz. <laughs> Victor. 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 Mm, Thirty years old, but he's got the body of a ninety-year-old <laughs> from yeah. all the injuries. From that salsa. Too many touchdowns early in his career. So, yeah, too many salsa dancers in the those end zone. Hips, Is that what we're saying? Those there? hips did lie. Yeah, <laughs> towards the end of his career, right to his face. Um, he will find a home. He's that good. He showed enough last season. Probably to make, Tennessee or somewhere. To make for me think. A few months. Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, someone like that. Someone like Tennessee. You've got a young, re- young receiving core, young quarterback. The Chiefs. Chiefs. Maybe. Maybe even the Colts. Someone. Yeah. He, he will end up somewhere. 
Cole yep. like the old re- veteran uh, receivers, didn't I they? I do, yeah. Reggie I, Wayne was there for a long time. Yep. <laughs> Reggie Wayne felt like he was there for his whole career. But. Yeah, but they kept him on, that's what I mean. Yeah, no, they did. They, they, well, Miles they, Austin? They brought Andre Johnson in last season to for a, about six games until they realised he also couldn't run. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I think... Lied right to my face. Someone, someone like that, I think Victor Cruz will end up... He will find a landing spot. He was too talented too recently. I know he's had injuries and stuff, but he showed enough last year. Yeah. That he can still play. So Okay. That's Maybe. My opinion. Well, as long my, as he's healthy. That's my opinion. Yes. Uh what about then cornerbacks? Okay. The big name's Darrell Revis. Still not taken by anyone. No. The charges were dropped. You'll be hit pleased to know if you didn't know already. I didn't know, yeah. I so did. yeah, you won't have to worry about any jail time. No. For one of or either him or one of his goons knocking out to uh to people in the street. Yes. I I this is a really tough one because the name alone and I know his agent will demand some dollar dollar bills y'all and frankly <laughs> I don't think I don't think he's worth it. No. He was getting hosed last season. He was getting burnt over the top. He just look, he looked like forget he's lost a step. He looked like he'd lost his shoes. Lost the ladder. And is and had forgotten to tie his shoes up properly and was tying them yeah together. I love the analogy. Thank you. Thank you. That was off the cuff in case you didn't realise. Was it? It was. Okay. Um, yeah, so I just, I struggle with that because I think he'll demand too much money and he'll price himself out. And then he'll retire and get a job as a broadcaster. Unlike AP, there's, you know, the Jets aren't really that hot on him anymore, are they, I suppose? No. No, they paid him a ton of money over the last two times he's been there. So, But even more the second time. They yeah. gave him that golden payment and... Yeah. Look what he did with it. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> absolutely. Yeah. So you think so we I, won't see Revis again? I don't think we will now. I think he'll retire. Okay. How about uh, an old boy for you, Brandon Flowers? Same age. Mm-hmm. Ex-Charger. More in the tank than Revis, frankly, based on yeah. what I saw last season. Yeah. Um, Flowers is a good player. He'll 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 go somewhere as a veteran and maybe um, in safety or work with the. Yeah, I think it's safety. Work with. Um, yeah, be a safety blanket kind of thing. A bit like what Quinton Demps did with the um, the Texans. Came in late into training camp, got himself a roster spot because he was a veteran. He knew that he picked up the playbook quickly and was just a solid player. So I think that's what Flowers will do. Who's the Redskin uh, cornerback that moved inside to safety? I want to say Terrence Newman, but it's, it's not... D'Angelo Hall? That's it, D'Angelo Hall. Thank you very much, King. That's right. Yeah, that... Proper corner that, as he got older, had to move inside to safety, but yeah. still could perform. Charles Woodson. Maybe. Yeah, there's another one. But Brandon Flowers could do that. I mean, why isn't he doing it for the Chargers? I don't know. I don't know, because we're taking Malik Hooker in the draft. Uh, you don't need to if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about defensive end then? A couple more positions to talk about. Yep. Defensive end, two names I've got here. First one is Jared Odrick. I really like him, actually. I really like Jared Odrick. I'm shocked. Yeah. That Only that 29 from uh, Jacksonville. Yep. Don't know why anyone hasn't picked him up. Well, he's still available, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Unless he's, <laughs> I don't know whether, again, it's some of this thing is people trying to price themselves out of it. Yeah. Um, and it's a defensive draft as well. It is, yeah. So... It is. There's some pass rushes in there. He's a good player. He, he will 100%, 29 years old... I think he's had double-digit sacks a couple of times in his career. Mm. Relatively recently, he will absolutely find somewhere to go. It's just so many plays. It's a scheme fit, I think, for him as well because he's a big, big 
defensive end. He's he's more of an interior guy. So he's a four three. Mm, yeah, I'd imagine so. Yeah, so that kind of narrows it down. But yeah, I think they're going to wait until after the draft, maybe, and then whoever didn't yeah. whoever didn't get the pick they wanted, yeah, might come in for him. Yeah, he's a good player. Uh, someone that used to be great, Mario Williams. Yeah, thirty two. After being great at Buffalo, bummed over to the Dolphins, but yeah, that just, didn't work. Just retire already. <laughs> he was. Um, Funny enough, is was a defensive end taken first overall in the draft. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I just I don't think he's going to find anywhere to go. He's a he's a was purely based on speed and power, and he's not very fast anymore. And he seems to not be as strong as he was previously. The he's not like out, ages, isn't it? It's a bit of a shame. Yeah, he's really. not one of those ageless guys who was just a, a pure technician, had all these different moves, like Freeney, who seems to always get eight sacks. Your spin move, yeah. Yeah, just, you know, has all these little, you know, these, these finesse moves that can get him through. Mm-hmm. I think Williams was so reliant upon his technique, uh, on his physical abilities. Yeah. Now he's dropped off, which which will happen. He's got some tread on those tyres, but it's, yeah, yeah I, I, I just don't, I think there's better pass rushers out there, frankly. He didn't learn the techniques to cover that I don't think he needed to he was that no. he was that gifted physically that he relied upon that so it's coming to roost now yeah absolutely so there's two more players I want to talk about and that's defensive tackles mm-hmm. uh, two big names two big guys two big guys <laughs> uh, first one is Vince Wilfork granddaddy at 35 uh, I'm surprised Houston haven't re-signed this guy I am as well looked like a leader for him mm. at least played, a fun person played, in the locker room yeah great fun yeah that hard knocks <laughs> yeah. That outfit was outrageous. Dungarees, yeah. He, um, that's still a good player. Frankly, his job has always been throughout his career to plug up the middle. He's not lost a lot of weight. I don't know if anyone's realised, but Vince Wilfork <laughs> is still massive. Yeah. <laughs> so he should just sit down. How would it be for Vince Wilfork next season having JJ Watt on one side and Devon Clowney on the other side of him? Yeah. Ridiculous. But Ridiculous. You're done. It's Sign a joke. Him up. It is a literal joke. It is a joke. It is a joke. He yeah. um he just needs to sit down and let them run round him. He yeah. um they should sign him to a to a sort of minimum veteran minimum contract. I think he'd take that. He, he still look, looks like he enjoys the game and enjoys playing and stuff. So yeah, he definitely enjoys around the team by the looks. Of yeah, it. So yeah. I'm I am player. surprised that Houston haven't picked him he's up again. Still a good player. So. Yeah, or someone should come in for him. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the last one I've got here is Senderic Marks from Jacksonville. Yeah, and I think this is an injury problem rather than a talent problem yeah he had he's had a couple of injuries over the last couple of years they've not re-signed him after he got the million dollar sack which was famous Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago needed it last last game of the season got his sack which meant he got a million dollar bonus so fair play good for him Uh, yeah it is an injury thing because he actually was a double that season he had double digit sacks and that was only two years ago Mm. Uh, and he sort of came out of nowhere and, and was relatively consistent up to that point but sort of had a breakout year and then when um, we've seen him play in London, shame. he's been really good. He has you, been you good. can notice him on the field. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a shame that he's uh, he's had some injury issues, but uh, yeah, I think someone will take a chance on him. I think he's not wired quite the same, is he? Just, just a bit differently from Don't. some other defensive oh, tackles. Please stop. <laughs> please stop. Com- I can't watch the combine stuff. Um, no. Yes. So I think he'll he absolutely someone will go after him. He was uh, too good too recently to. Someone's going to remember how good he was. Yeah. 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 And he's young enough to still have those physical traits that Mario Williams is lacking. So I'd have to above Mario Williams when it came to a defensive end. Yeah, he could still still put into that 4-3 scheme. He could still move inside and 
He's a he's a big he's a bit, maybe a bit undersized, but if you put on some weight, he might be able to do right. He's definitely got some good technique on him, so I think that'll help him. Yeah, definitely. No, he stood out, like you said, he stood out whenever we've seen him in London, which is all the time, because mm. they play here every year. Every year. Every year. <laughs> oh, just some uh, quick injury news, though, King. Okay. Is that Cam Newton's had surgery on a partially torn rotator cuff. Okay. Expected to be back for the start of training camp, though, so... Will that help him play well in big games or not? Uh, is, that <laughs> is that the wrong thing that was stopping him? Yeah. <laughs> it might be. It might have is been. that his clutch rotator cuff he's injured or is it not that one? I didn't say which one it was actually. Well, not this bit anyway. And two <laughs> bits of Steeler news because I'm sure you like that. Yep. Uh, Cody Sensible has signed a two year deal with the Steelers. Fake name. With 2.6 mil. Fake name. It's not a fake name. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the Rams. And we also signed Tyson Aluelu. Tyson Aluelu. Good morning. Defensive tackle from... I don't actually know where he played last, but he was uh, originally... No, it was the, Jags. Uh, Jags, yeah. I'm not sure where he was before that. He, he was drafted by the Jags. He was top 10 pick. He was. Tyson Aluelu. Yeah. Alu, Alu. I think he was 10th overall. Yeah. Was, am I right? <laughs> I think, yeah. I think he was. Yeah, Tyson Aluelu. Just joking, just joking, just joking. Yeah, good play. Oh, it's fairly he was 10th yes there you go. you're welcome you are welcome seven seasons with the Jags uh, he's played 110 games started 88 yeah good only inactive for two games in his career so yeah good player bit more help for the Steelers thanks yeah so big physical guy inside so suits your style of play similar yeah. to Reuben Foster with Bengals which we mentioned earlier yeah who is just been uh, as another article here saying that NFL teams are concerned with Reuben Foster's X's and O's ability mm. well when you've when you're crazy it doesn't help does it no true but you'd expect him to be switched on <laughs> if you played linebacker for Nick Saban mm. so that's interesting that's an interesting comment if that is actually uh, something that people question well, if you play like the Tasmanian devil yeah absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but no so you're interesting interesting there's a few decent free agents still out there or at least big names big maybe names. not maybe not good anymore yeah we've just been for a few there you know, obviously, mm-hmm. still not some of them are the best, but we can understand why. No, there's a first overall pick still available. Yeah, Mario Williams. <laughs> yeah, good luck picking that one up. Yeah, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Okay, right, we're gonna get out of here then, King. We should, yeah. Well, you're gonna stay here because we're in your your penthouse. The penthouse. So yeah. I'll I'll leave. Yeah, you should. Okay. No handshakes. <laughs> okay. <I've forgotten. laughs> Right, we're going to get out of here. But thanks very much, guys, for listening. We will be back next week. We've got loads of other stuff lined up coming up to the draft. It's getting closer. We're about a month away now. We are. I think it's about 37 days, something like that. Yep. Oh, it's... God, it's getting tight. It's getting tight. We might have just finished the first round of our mock draft by then as well. Who knows? Who (laughs) knows? We don't. No, we don't. Okay, so until next week, guys, I've been Jim. That's been The King, and thank you so much for listening. (laughs) 